So actually, before we get started or anything, I have to make one clarification. I was listening back through a few episodes and just to find clips of stuff. And I came across the point, it was like episode six, seven, five, six, seven, something like that. I was talking about the linguistic features, I said features, features of the word night with a K. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? I was talking about how the word night used to mean what we know now as squire. Mm -hmm. But I'm a world-class idiot. I kept saying sire. Oh. And that's just not right. (laughs) I meant squire. What's a sire? Sire is... Like, who sired you? Like, your father, grandfather, your, like, your lineage. It's who you are basically below. Okay. Um, I'm saying this. You're superior. Yes. Okay. Because even, like, servants will, like, yes, sire, in, like, the medieval times and whatever, to more elevated nobility or whatever you want to say. Authority. Yes. Authority. Um, but yeah, so I kept saying sire, <laughs> which was the opposite direction of authority. I meant squire. The squire is the little servant of a knight, but knight used to mean squire, but it got elevated in status, and the word that used to mean knight got bumped into obscurity, okay? So, people, if you if you hear that episode, or you remember that episode, and every time I said sire, I'm an idiot. We're an idiot. Um, <laughs> I meant squire. Okay, so, moving on. Hello, hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to my aunt's attic. Hello, hello. Um, how you doing, Mary Grace? I'm good today. You said you were giggly. Yeah, a little bit. I was last time. This time it's you. Okay. How are you today? I am doing okay. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm going to just share the news right now. My cousin called me last night. He was like, I have some things to say about the last episode. And he was referring to... Uh, super non-moms. Oh, okay. Super non-moms. And I was like, oh boy, okay, what? And he was just like, well, I have some things to add now that I'm going to be a parent. And I'm, and I was like, well, what do you, wait, what? What? Say again? He's like, yeah, I'm with child. I'm like, like, you're an idiot. (laughs) Are you serious though? I'm with child. Yeah, we're, we're pregnant. I was like, ah! I'm so excited. That's so Um, awesome. So whether or not he actually has anything to critique about the episode, I don't care. <laughs> but they're having a baby. They sent me the ultrasound. And it's a little peanut with little bean arms and legs. And it's just, it's so freaking cute. And I was so excited. I laughed a little bit while I cried. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not mentally stable enough for this. Um, him calling me was like the first non-work human interaction I had in like a week. So I was not in my right mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice to dive back into the world of so so I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, it's Mary Grace time. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah. Wait. You know what I think about sometimes? They might not know who is who. That's fine. They're like, oh, Danielle, Mary Grace, but they don't know which one's which. You know what? They, they don't know us. They would know. 
if you ever got the artwork done. I'm just teasing you. Please don't hate me. What the freak? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> no, they probably, no, because, no, maybe they don't know. I don't, we don't ever say, like, our names. Well, we do say our names. Do we? To each other? I always say, how you doing, Mary Grace? Okay. So they know us by our voices. Maybe. By reasonable deduction. I'm guessing they know my voice because I'm not Mary Grace. I wouldn't be asking myself how I'm doing. You might. <laughs> I would be insane enough to do such a thing, but yeah. Yeah. I'm Danielle, by the way. Wait, should we introduce ourselves? <laughs> I'm, hi, guys. I'm Danielle. Hi. <laughs> the giggly one's Mary Grace. I'm Mary Grace. Nice to meet you all. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Hmm. What a weird concept of guessing. This is so often... Like, okay. to guess about something? Yeah. Have you ever actually thought about that? Like, the act of guessing. Like, you're like, oh, I, I had... I just got something from the store for you. Guess what it was? What a weird concept. Oh, like, to have someone guess? Yeah. Or, or you just mean, like, to make an educated guess, like, about, like, something you don't know about? No, like, just to have somebody guess. Because, like... Yeah. You're going to have to tell that? them. You're going to have to show them anyway. So why make them jump through hoops for it? It's a very weird concept to me. And also, like, even making an educated guess, you still have to be informed of the actual answer. So why bother with the whole guessing process? I mean, there's, like, times and places where it can be fun. But in general, the concept of it is just very weird. I think it's for buildup a lot of time. Is that it? Like Am if I just I'm sort of socially inept that I don't get the concept of, like, the thrill of guessing something? Because if, okay, so if I was gonna run into a celebrity, like, at Wegmans, and I came up to you and I was like, guess who I ran into at Wegmans? It's because I'm hyping it up. If I just okay, came right out and said, oh, I saw da-da-da at Wegmans. Yeah, but no, but, like, the guess who I saw, that's more rhetorical it is you're not actually asking me to go through a list of celebrities of who because you you still have to tell me you yeah. know so it's more of a rhetorical thing which yes the hype of the rhetorical guess who that's fine but to actually like no seriously guess hmm. i want to straight up punch people in the face like just just tell me the build-up has been built <laughs> just tell me <laughs> i'm that person though i'll make people guess and then i'll get mad at them when they don't get it right <laughs> Like what, a, like, what a stupid guess. Why would you guess that? Why would you guess that? That was so dumb. My, my, I was thinking about it the other day. Like, oh, my gosh. like She has so many kids. Guess how many kids she has. Like, 42. What, mm. what, kind, of, what kind of weird... Just tell me. You know what I mean? I just... Okay. Also, if you when you guess it right, then the whole buildup is, like, it's like for nothing. Quick. Yeah. Guess how many kids she has. I don't know. Eight? Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Wait. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> that ruins the moment. Yeah, a little bit. Um, scratch it over there like an ape. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little itch. There was something earlier that you wanted to say, or did I want to say something earlier? And you're like, no, wait, don't talk to me. Uh, it was it. you. No, it wasn't. Maybe it was just the, the baby news. I think it was the news. You know what he said? I told him, I was like, I'll babysit. <laughs> He was like, you ain't ba- Wait, no, actually, you're pretty clean. I'll let you babysit. Clean, clean. <laughs> of all the all the adjectives, he goes with clean. Not responsible, not caring, not nurturing, clean. What? That's okay. fair. I think that's a fair point. 
I will say it's been really nice having you come every week here. It forces me to clean my house. I've never vacuumed so much in my life. I love it. It's been great. Sorry, you're no. welcome. It it clicks on my ADHD and like, oh, I got company coming. I got to I got to clean. That. I got you cleaning. I got you yeah. doing pampering. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, yep. I appreciate that. Actually, I didn't do pampering last night and I regret it. It's I, it was a rough morning. Was it your first night off of it? It was my first night in a long stretch, but I had taken a day off before, and I regretted that, too. <laughs> You're so addicted to I it, am. girl. That's my crazy. mind does not shut up at night, and I just lay there for hours just thinking and thinking and thinking. But pampering, literally, it gives me no choice but to shut down. Have I asked you if you like ASMR before? You have not, and I don't. Like, do you hate it? I don't hate it. There's definitely some ASMR that I really like, but again, scrolling through TikTok, if you come across a person who's like tapping on the microphone and like doing their weird whispering thing, I don't like that. It weirds me out. What I do really like, it is sound and visual ASMR. I don't know if that's the same thing. I don't know what it is. But anyway, whoever it is, I don't know the the account, but they roll jars of stuff down the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, God yeah. bless. You have given me a, a semblance of sanity, and I appreciate you to no end. Um, they did one, it was a big jar of Legos, Ooh. and I just, it hit that sweet spot, and I, I had to watch it about 150 times. <laughs> it was so pleasing. That's a good one. <laughs> but what I cannot stand is when they don't break. Why would you, why would you do that to me? That's a build up in just nothing, and it was rude, as I don't like that one. But I have saved several of their videos. Anyway, moving on. We've got more, we, we, I need to leave. We've got mowing going on again, people, so sorry for the hum in the back. I can't win. I can't win. <laughs> what is going on? I can, I can never time anything correctly. And it was just poor planning on my part. Whatever. Okay. Um, I love ASMR, but I don't like to see the microphone. So if you're, like, tapping on the microphone or, like... Yeah. Putting slime on it, I think that's so dumb. I don't like to see it. Is there I even like, a sound with slime? It's like, no, that's not it. <laughs> it's like, you can, you see how it has like ridges? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a popping sound over the ridges, I Ew. guess. You can hear like the texture of it. All I can think about I is don't like, like that. digging it out. That too. The cleanup. I like, like there's this woman I follow on YouTube and she will just like fold towels and talk about her day or like like soft sp speak about her day like it's very relaxing. Like she's got that very soothing voice. Yes! I love that. Or she'll do um color analysis on celebrities. You know color analysis? Uh-uh. It's when you look at a person and based on their skin color, their eye color, their undertones, their hair color, certain you're in colors. Autumn. Really? You're in autumn. Thanks. <laughs> Certain colors will complement them more, right? That is color. Wait, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Like I, when someone's in autumn or. I didn't know if it was when you. It, the whole celebrity thing threw me off. Yeah. You're a Oh, well, she autumn. does it with um, photos of celebrities. Gotcha. I see. And so she'll just talk about how this color suits them and they, they should wear gold jewelry or silver jewelry. It's so cool. I love it. I like the guy who matches the paint swabs. 
Oh. Paint swatches. I can do that. You can? Mm-hmm. You're an artiste. Of course you can. Yeah, that I really like that. And then when it, it's a really hard color and it goes on and on and on. <laughs> Is it the one with the pig at the end? Yeah. <laughs> and then he throws it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I love that one. He's good. That's always really fun. He just smooths it out on that card and it blends perfectly and it's like so satisfying. But the it's ones so that satisfying. are longer, the harder colors that go on for longer and longer, it builds up an anxiety in me. And I'm like, what if he doesn't get it? He always gets well, it. Well, I get mad because I, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, it needs more yellow. And then they don't add yellow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> don't listen no, to me. No, you know. Rude. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> and then, like, five that. minutes later, they finally add the yellow. And then I'm like, I, yeah, exactly. I told you. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. Okay. Okay. You're, uh, you gotta do your own. Prove it. Prove it to me. I don't have paint like that. I work at a hardware store, though. But I, and they don't let me work in the paint. They don't trust me. They know you would steal it all. No. Out. They know that if I had even a second away from the register that I would never want to go back. I worked at Z Police, and they put me, they were training me in everywhere, because you have to kind of train everywhere, mm-hmm. but they put me on as a waitress. That lasted for, like, two weeks, and I was like, put me in the kitchen, or I quit. People made me cry. Aww. Like, customers? A, yeah. It was not a good time. That's really Like, sad. this one guy yelled at me because I gave him the wrong spaghetti. There were two spaghetti dishes that are, they look the same, but they're somewhat different just because of the texture of the sauce or whatever. And I accidentally gave him the wrong one. He ate the whole dish, and then And then he complained? And then he complained. Oh, no, he didn't actually care then. And then I was like, and then he yelled at me, and I was like, what do you want me to do? Regurgitate it and then and serve you the right, what, what do you want me to do? And he made me cry, and then another, it was actually my friend's mom who yelled at me, like, I can't control what comes out of the kitchen when. Yeah. And it was like, right when I had started, I hadn't gotten everything down yet, and their appetizers came out after their food or something. I asked. I was like, listen, things got switched up a little bit. Do you want your food now and appetizers? And she yelled at me and I was like, I can't do anything about this. That's so stupid. I hate. And it was my friend's mom and her, my friend was sitting right there. That's crazy. And she just yelled at me and I, I cried and I was like, put me in the kitchen. I don't want to deal with people. I hate when people get mad at the wrong person. Yeah. That's People get mad at me about the price of an item. I'm like, okay, I didn't make it up. I just scan it and then I read it out loud. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, screw you over. People yeah. think that I'm trying to, like, screw them over. I just beep. Okay, it's going to be $14.95. they're like, it's supposed to be $12.98. Yeah, they get mad over a freaking dollar and I'm like, oh my god, I think you are wasting your time. Like, you are wasting more money just complaining about it. Yeah. No, Absolutely. I get frustrated with customer service because I know it's not that, most of the time it's not them. I've dealt with customer service that are just raging douchebags and they're not listening to Oh yeah, to I got me. a story actually after this. But I remember dealing with customer service one time and we she was, try, she was trying so hard to help me. We were doing all these different things to try and get this verification thing to go mm-hmm. through. And it was screwing up my entire business. And so I was very, very frustrated. She kept telling me to do the same thing. She's like, refresh and do it again, refresh and do it again. I just kept getting more and more frustrated. I started to yell. And then I was like, I've already said no. Okay. Deep breath. I'm sorry. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling into the void. I'm not yelling at you. And she's like, I know. I understand. And I'm just like, but fix it. But, uh, no, then I, I've, I've dealt with other customer service. I've said it before. I've dealt with customer They've hung up on me. 
they're not listening to me. I have to reiterate the same thing over and over. They say the same thing to me. And I'm like, I literally just got done explaining to you why this doesn't work. Find something else. Find a new song to sing because this is not working. And they hang up on me. And I'm like, okay, at this point, I have every justification to go after your livelihood because I'm done with you. <laughs> I will fire you. Um, yeah. Story time. Your I've turn. never, I've never yelled at anybody. Yeah. I always end up apologizing if it's not my fault. You don't, yeah, you don't seem like a yeller. There's no reason for it. I know it's like probably not the person's fault, but um, on Monday... Eric and I went to Blaze Pizza. Do you know that? Yeah. And we love it. And he got a pizza that would normally come with gorgonzola cheese on it, but he, it's like kind of like build your own, so we asked for no gorgonzola on it. And then it comes out, and it is so burnt. Like, so burnt. Like, we took a picture, and we were laughing at how burnt it was. Like, the edges were, like, curling up. It was like an inch of just brown char around where the crust should be. That's embarrassing thing. It to was bring out. very burnt. Like there was no. Do you have the picture? Uh, he took it, but I can I can send it to you if you want to insert it. So, we're both like not the kind of person that would ever say anything. Like we would probably just suck it up. But it was like ridiculously burnt. So he goes up and he's like, "I'm sorry. Could you like remake this? It's kind of burnt." And the guy who made it goes, it's not that burnt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you have eyes? <laughs> but do we both just agree that it is burnt? <laughs> right? If it's not that burnt, it's still burnt, right? So we can both we can both agree that it is burnt and that should be enough. <laughs> yeah. But also it was that burnt. And there was gorgonzola on it. <laughs> so whammy, you suck. Um so they remade it, and it still had gorgonzola on it, but... And probably some spit. Yeah. He had attitude, like, he had attitude before that even happened, because we both ordered separately, and then he, Eric went up and got his pizza, and the guy asked him, did you have more than one pizza? And he said, no, because we ordered separately. So he sat down, and then he called my name, and I went up and got mine, and he was like, I just asked that guy if you guys had more than one pizza. And I was just like... Oh, you're not getting what? Like, Why does it matter? <laughs> what? We ordered separately. We both had our names on our own thing. Just because we're sitting together. Doesn't you mean... call the name and then I come up and get it. I don't know why that's more work for you. Yeah. Whatever. I don't. That's yeah. Whatever. It's okay. But he tried to argue that it wasn't that burnt. And I think that's crazy. <laughs> I just I can't. <sighs> that's another example of like people's complete inability to check into reality for a moment or their unwillingness to be reasonable and that's my my like one of my number one pet peeves is unreasonable people when you're laying out all the facts you have the the fact sheet right in front of you and they're just like no and they're they don't even look I'm like I can't handle people I just feel like that guy was probably just embarrassed and didn't want to admit it but it, again, like we said earlier, we said in previous episodes, doubling down just makes you look stupid. If he'd just been like, oh, yeah, man, I'm sorry about that. Great. All, easy. said and done. So easy. Everyone moves on about their day in a brilliant fashion. But no. Gotta argue about it. Gotta make it worse. Gotta make it awkward. Oh, my God. People. I swear to God. You know what was weird? Mm. Yesterday. Period. Just yesterday was weird. Same. 
and I was, I had to go to the store and I shouldn't have gone to the store. I probably shouldn't have been driving. It was pretty, it was pretty bad. You were high on that Pam? No, like I said, I didn't, well, wait, what day was it? I don't remember. Yesterday? Day, did I take, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Either point. I, like I said, I haven't had any human interaction other than like the very few appointments. It's really slow right now because school's starting up, parents are going back, and then some last minute vacations, everything, everything's at work is really slow. So I haven't had a whole lot of human interaction this week, but I had to go to the store yesterday and I shouldn't have gone because I'm pretty sure my entire simulation was glitching. Nothing was real. The way my car was driving, I was like, this isn't right. Nothing's right. I kind of forgot to drive. I was driving and I forgot to drive. Because I would, my vision would kind of like blur out for a second. Mm-hmm. And then rather than focusing on the fact that I was driving and focusing on the road, I would see something and then my focus would focus onto what I'm seeing rather than what I'm doing. And so I kept forgetting I was driving as I was driving. And then I found myself slowing down. I'm like, why am I slowing down? I'm like, oh yeah, I have to hit the pedal. <laughs> oh my God, it was your first day as a human. Yeah. And, like, all the edges were blurry in my, like, the edges were missing, basically, in my reality. I don't know how to explain it other than my edges were missing. And it felt like the dream that I had the night before. Ooh, girl, you're freaking me out. So, when I'm dreaming, what is that? What are you looking at? Oh, my God, red leaves. What? That's just the type of tree. No. Where are you? No, no, no. Up, 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 up. Up, 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 up. Sorry. You see I, them? No. They're red, bro. Like orange. Um, well, you're curious now. What? See them? See the red leaves up there? Oh, oh, I do see them. I do see them. Sorry. It just caught my eye. Another glitch in the Matrix. Well, let's just call it fall, babe. Nah. <laughs> Weather is an illusion. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, I don't know what I was saying. The edges. Oh, so the night before I was, I had this dream. When I'm dreaming, technology does not work in my dreams. Um, I've heard that from, that's a thing. It's, it's very, very frustrating because I remember a couple nights ago I had a dream where I was trying to get onto like a Zoom meeting, but not, the computer was not working. I couldn't, I couldn't scroll. I couldn't get the mouse to click on the thing. I, and I'm sitting next to this guy. And he was like, well, just do this. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying. And it wasn't working. No technology ever works properly in my dreams. But the other night I had this other dream where I was driving through, um, I'm pretty sure it was like Spain or something, a town I've never been in. And I was not familiar with the, the traffic patterns, basically. But when I'm dreaming also, everything is very convexed in a way that is very confining. Like, it's like a funhouse mirror. You know when you're walking through a funhouse and you pass a mirror and it's like your reflection passes faster than what you're moving? Mm-hmm. It, everything is like that. My, I'm in this car and I'm driving down the road. It's like kind of warped. Everything is warped. The, the streets are very narrow and moving faster than what I'm getting through. And then everything's so confined. I feel really claustrophobic because like I'm driving underneath a traffic light and the traffic light is on top of my head feeling. Whoa. And it's just all very like through a funhouse mirror kind of feeling. And that's what it felt like driving yesterday. Freaky. And I needed to go home immediately. That's super weird. It, it really freaked me out. I've been feeling like that for the past couple months of like, oh, it's a simulation and I I see through it. You know what I mean? You're seeing the pixels behind the... No, like I'm aware. Yeah. And the people who are running the simulation 
don't like that. Mm. Do you yeah. ever get like that? It's annoying. It's weird. I felt like that yesterday, that's for sure. I mean, it was just... Everything, like, the... It felt like I was in a video game where the pixelation was so brutal. Like, the graphics sucked ass. And that's what it felt like yesterday. It's just nothing was right. Hmm. Um, so I need to step away from everything for a minute. Is, are you sure that's what you need, is to step away more? I don't know. But the thought of being around people... No, I couldn't do it. That was Sunday morning. I was getting ready for church, and I was like, I can't do people. No, nope. can't do it. I feel it. So, yeah, you're like my first in-person, non-work, human interaction. Uh, or is it? Ooh, don't worry, not like real. <laughs> so don't be like that. No, you know how people say that we create our own reality and, like, what happens to you is because you put something out. Yeah. Like, everything happens for a reason. Manifest kind of thing, destiny. Manifesting and stuff. I get, like, that sometimes where I'm just like, oh, I made all of this up and it's not actually real. So I control all of it. But then something bad will happen and I'll think, like, why did I choose that? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't choose that. Why did that happen? <laughs> See, I honestly, my mom always says that I'm too... I'm too intellectual for my own good. Not smart, but, like, too intellectually based. Like, I think too hard about how things work mm -hmm. to be able to enjoy life just casually. <laughs> but I always think about how energy, and it just happened earlier, this today. Energy, sound waves, light waves, everything kind of vibrations, bounces off each other. That's, everything's like a domino effect, quite literally, because mm -hmm. the waves are bouncing into other waves and, like, affecting different things. And... I always just think about how with music, inside needs to match your outside. You're, and I hate, I hate the term, but like vibes. Everything, ha like the vibes need to match up and everything. I wish there was a better way of describing that because it sounds so stupid. But what your energy is putting out there literally balances around your environment. And so it's literally, it quite literally is like a manifest destiny. You are creating the world around you by putting out this certain, like, literal sound. Like, what you, you attract what you put out. Yeah. yeah. How you speak, what you do, your energy, the way you present yourself, you're putting that out there and you're creating your environment around you and you're creating your reality, quite literally. Which is why I feel like it's so important to be yourself when you're trying to make friends and, and attract, like, the perfect environment for you because if you're not being yourself then you're not putting out what you need to get back yeah. well it's that it's the like calls to like mm -hmm. you know so and that's you you mentioned it earlier you want to be able to put your most true self out there so you're attracting the people who are attracted to your most true self exactly rather than the illusion of something else yep yeah and that reminds me of the experiment with the water bottles like, my mom always, she goes, I was talking to nice to my plants. Oh, like, like, when they speak to the water and they freeze it and mm -hmm. then... Yeah, you say nice words to one water bottle, you say mean words to the other one. And the, the way it freezes is so drastically different that that's a legitimate thing. Like, and I I just, love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Energy is so powerful. And that's why I used to think it was all woohoo, gung-ho, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, with, like, chakras and... Um, like, Reiki modalities of massage. 
I always thought it was just mumbo jumbo and everything until mm-hmm. I worked with it just to, just enough to actually realize that no, it's pretty legit. Um, and again, I've said it before, but people are pattern finders. And so when you can study these patterns and people put the studies behind it, just because it's not something people can relate to or understand fully doesn't mean that it's garbage. Mm-hmm. And so things like chakras and energy work, it's so, it is so powerful. And like aligning your chakras. I always think of Guru Patik chakras. Everybody loves chakras. chakras. <laughs> I've actually seen that. <laughs> I love it. But uh no, that's actually one thing I'm very, very interested in. And then that's why also with like crystals and um, because earth holds electricity and it holds, you know, the energy and everything. So different materials will hold different types of energy easier and attract different kind of energy. Um, and so that's why I think there's pretty um, sound reasoning behind the use of crystals. And then also, um, um, so do you remember when we were talking about um, the arbitrariness of different signs that people have created. Uh, no, maybe not. Okay. So I was talking about it in my anthropology class, how the signs that we associate, like the, the words, uh, or the, the a stop sign, the red oh, yeah, stop yeah. sign. It's honestly pretty arbitrary, like the color of the red and like how yellow is used a lot of times for caution. And, and I was thinking about how I just don't think it's as arbitrary as we think. I don't think so. I think the colors elicit yeah different hormone releases and different reactions in your body personally yeah. so that's why like anger and passion those are two very separate emotions very opposite end of the spectrum but they both elicit the kind of image of red mm-hmm. you know and i think that's because they work the energy that you're putting out when you're angry is very similar to the energy that you're putting out when you're passionate about something or you're in love with something. It's a very strong vibrations and very strong energy, which I think probably matches. And this is all theory. This is just something I've been thinking about. No, I've also thought this before. Yeah. So like passion and anger are both putting out the kind of energy that matches the wavelength of red. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think a lot of the things, I don't think anything's as arbitrary as we think. I think there's probably... No, and they know that certain colors have different effects on people. What do they say? The green is, like, the most soothing if you want to have, like, a room color. Or there's a reason that classrooms are always that boring beige color. Yeah. And... Well, I was also thinking about, like, how we take yellow as caution, but it's also happiness. Hmm. Because happiness is, like... People always say, like, I want to be happy in life. Happiness is a fleeting emotion. It's, like, it's random bursts of happiness. It's you're going for content. You're just going for that kind of like chill, basic, your your baseline of content. Whereas mm-hmm. happiness is the spikes of energy that's upward. Well, I feel like that's kind of yellow as well. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the caution. The middle. Yeah. Caution is also, okay, you're going about your life. Caution. Oh, okay. And and that's that spike of like, I need to focus on this real quick. Just like a spike of happiness. You have hmm, to, you want to focus on your happiness for that spike. So I just, I think there's probably a lot of matching energy and light waves and color and everything. I just, I, I, I totally think so. I totally think so. I would love to do more studies on it and everything. I would, I would love to be in a lab studying different like waves and like the matching and everything. And that's, um, (laughs) I told my mom once upon a time that I was, I was writing a book and I actually did start. I wrote a couple chapters of this book. Um, this, it's all fiction, fantasy and everything. And I was telling my mom about it. I had this whole, kind of outline of characterizations and like how the world works 
not the magic system because it's not magic. It was more based on science and exactly what we're talking about. More energy and um, kind of the, the dissonance between different energy waves or energy levels. And I told her this whole thing about this book that I was going to write. And then she went and told people about it. And I was like, whoa, not what was supposed to happen. Why? I was just trying to talk things through with you. And then it was, but yeah, she told a bunch of people and it kind of like blew my brain apart. And I was like, okay, I can never write this book. That sucks. So I stopped writing it. But um, I do think about it all the time. And I still think about the plot line and how I wanted to do it. And it was so, I don't know. It's exactly this kind of thing though. And like mm-hmm. studying the, the comparisons between different energies um, and so I would love to be in a lab and do that. I love thinking about how m- my perspective of colors is different than yours. I See, I don't think it is. You think we have the same? I think we all have the same. And I that's because know. that's because of um, when I was in school, we were studying anatomy, physiology, all that. Um, the rods and cones in mm-hmm. your eyes. Studying about that and then also studying light waves mm-hmm. and and color and doing this whole thing with M&Ms and the peripheral vision and everything, I think everybody sees color the same. Interesting. Um, which is probably kind of a pin in a people's, wow, look at that. But no, I, I do think we all see color the same. Mm-hmm. And that's also another thing is like, because of color theory, what colors go together to create other colors and what colors clash with other colors. If you're seeing colors differently than me, your clashing colors are not going to clash. Interesting. You know? I like that. So because you look at colors, you're like, yeah, those clash. I look at the same colors, and I'm like, yeah, those clash. We're seeing the same colors, and we're seeing the same clashing. Right. Or we're seeing the same harmony of colors. Hmm. So I love the theory. I just don't, I just don't agree with it. I think we all see color the same. Intrigue. Yeah. What do you think about, like, do you think that the way that we see things is how it actually is in the universe? What do you mean? It's hard to explain, but, like, if you could separate yourself from a physical experience, do you think that things look the way that we see them? No. I don't think so either. Because everything is made of atoms, and if you think, like, atoms don't touch. They move. They move. And and the fact that they move. And we don't see it. We don't see it moving. And then also, things should move through each other. Because the atoms are not connected, they're moving and they're jostling next to one another, there's, like, not interstitial fluid, but, like, space between. Yeah. That atoms should be able to move through each other. So when I put my hands together, my hands should basically, um, it's like the flash. But they say they don't actually touch. Exactly. Because nothing's touching. And so because nothing's touching, they sh- everything should just go through. And it's kind of in the flash when they're moving so fast that he can phase through objects. And it's basically that. He's, he's moving his own atoms at the speed at which he can move through other atoms. Wait, do you think I could do it really quick? I swear to God, we need to start filming these. (laughs) That was fantastic. Um, But no, that's just kind of one of those things. And then also with that, not that we can see atoms or anything, but the fact that we cannot 
and it's just because our eyes are not strong enough to see it. We're not, you know, my, our eyes aren't microscopes. But uh, it, when we're looking at something, our brain, I feel like our brain and our eyes are basically filling in the gaps. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, your brain does a lot of assuming as far as perspective and depth and 3D and mm-hmm. everything. And I also think, what is it? Shrimps that see, like, way more colors than we do. Yeah. I think we definitely aren't seeing everything for the color that it actually is. It's only what we can perceive. Yeah. You know, we can only study what we can perceive. Which is so weird. And so there's new technologies coming out to help us perceive more, you know. And so that's always really interesting in the fact that we can learn that different animals see differently than us. And there are more colors out there than what we're capable of perceiving. Um... And now that's why I do think that, you know, you have, like, colorblind people who see less than mm-hmm. what the average person can. There are probably people who out there who can definitely see more than the average person. But because they don't know... It's like the curse of knowledge. They don't know what... They don't know. They don't know. And then they don't know what we don't know because mm-hmm. they already know it. So people who can see more are probably just going about their life seeing all these additional colors that people can't see, but because they don't know what we can't see or we can't describe what we can't see because we've never seen it, you know? (laughs) This is all, like, looping back on itself. Um, But, no, I definitely... We do not see the world as it truly is because we just can't perceive it. Oh, I'm blowing my own mind. That's crazy. I read about a study... They did on blind people who were able to go through uh, surgery and then they could see afterwards and they had them, well, you know, they had uh, spheres and cubes and then they wanted to see if they were able to, by looking at them, identify them once they gained sight and they weren't able to. Mm -hmm. And you would think that because they know the ridges of the cube and they know the smooth, the sphere smooth that they would see that and know that but there wasn't that's very that's very interesting and that's why i also really like how they they film bridgerton have you watched bridgerton they up the saturation 10 times because if you look at the world like everything is just it's so blah bro it's so so bland it's It's so awful Um, the saturation is just not where it it should be (laughs) in the world. And again, because we can't perceive it, it probably is so overly saturated. And it's because people are so boring beige. Or is that just how we're perceiving it? No, because... No, people got boring, I think, over time. Why are we not painting our houses, like, pink and blue and stuff? Well, haven't you seen the train? Or train? What? Trend? Of painting your door bright colors. My door's a bright color. Yeah? It's well, that's something. It's like my car, kind of. Well, there you go. Teal. That's something. But my house is white. Yeah, but that pop of color. Well, you must you must hate my living room. No, I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying it's a trend to be, like, kind of boring beige nowadays. Yeah, because it sells. Yeah. You, I, when I'm lo- So I'm looking at houses right now. it's easier to style, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. Um, because you can do pops of color... With the boring, you use your personality to do popular color. Because I'm looking at houses, and I see bright pink or green. And I'm like, all I'm thinking about is, that's going to take a lot of work to paint over. That's all I'm thinking. I'm not thinking about, like, oh, cool, fun. Like, no, this, I have to paint over this. 
Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. There's Jeff just like... In between yesterday, my dream weaver had something going on, kind of weird. <laughs> and then today we're talking about all this. But yeah, no, I love the way they film, like I said, Bridgerton, because they up the saturation in it, and it makes it this just... It kind of draws you into this, like, I don't know, this way of being, and it's just... I wish everything was saturated. It probably is saturated that way, but our eyes just can't focus on it. Maybe. Without being forced into seeing it. I don't know if that makes It's sense. weird that we can't conceptualize a new color. I hate being limited, like, by my own brain. Neil deGrasse Tyson, please uh, join the show. Join us, yeah. Um, let's hash this out. Um, well, you know what? Hit us up and just let me know all the things I said wrong and stupid. Sire. <laughs> please, sire. <laughs> <laughs> please correct us. Please teach us. Um... Oh my god, so yesterday I had one of those days that's like in the beginning of the movie where the kid is just having like the worst day ever, like everything just keeps going wrong. Yeah. That was my day yesterday. Oh no. It's okay, it's funny, but like it was just destined to just be all screwed up. So I, the night before, because my mom is a teacher's aide, right? So she goes to work at, like, school hours. So she was like, what time do you need to get ready in the bathroom tomorrow morning and I'll go before you do? And I was like, uh, I get in there at, like, 6.15, 6.30, but I, you know, I can go at a different time if you need to get in there then. She goes, nope, I'll be, I'll be done by then. So I wake up and she's in the bathroom the whole time <laughs> because she slept through her alarm ah. so she was in the bathroom late so I was in the bathroom late so I left for school late don't know if I mentioned this before but I got a parking citation last week I Yay. thought I was parking in the right parking lot I was not good job I parked in employee parking you suck so it was half empty. It wasn't like I was taking a spot from anybody. I did that all the time at OCC. Yeah, but they caught me, bro. That's rude. I think they go around with, like, a camera that, like, identifies... Because we do it by... We don't have, like, a sticker like we did at OCC. It's by license plate. Yeah. So they had, like... They sent me a picture of my license plate in the parking lot. So That's they must so have like... some system that automatically recognizes... But if you're not taking up someone else's spot... I wasn't! It was half empty when I left, too. Yeah, that's annoying. And I didn't know it because it's labeled as visitor parking once you're in the parking lot, but outside of the parking lot it says employee, and I didn't realize that. And I thought it was an employee parking because the lot next to it has one of those gates that you need to, like, swipe a card or whatever to get into. So I thought, yeah. that's the employee parking. This is where I park. I parked there on Tuesday. It was fine. On, on Thursday I got a citation. So I left late. I got there late, and I needed to find the correct parking lot, so then I had to find the parking lot. I couldn't find the parking lot. Found the parking lot, got on a shuttle bus, because I was on the opposite side of where my classes are, of course, because that's where the parking is. Got on a shuttle. It took forever. And then I got to where I was going to go to class, and then I was all turned around and I couldn't find my building. So I was 10 minutes late for class and I've never been late for class before. So I was counted as absent and I was really... Did um, they correct it? I'm done about it. 
Why? No, I was 10 minutes late. But you were there. But I was, I miss attendance. I hate college. That's how it works, bro. No. Which is honestly not so bad because I have another professor that if you're a minute late, the door will be locked or if the door is open for some reason, you get kicked out. What? Yeah, dude. That's, that's such bullshit, like, epic power trip that is so unnecessary. Like, I am paying my money to be in this class. My? I'm paying you. You work for me. And that's just, no, no, that's not okay. I agree with you. Oh my god. I agree with what you're saying. I have, I'll get back to my story. This professor, the one that will kick you out of here a minute late, I just, I just can't stand her. I just hate her. She's just, I don't like her. So the class is communication in social change or something like that. So it's about like the news and media and uh, current events and uh, social justice kind of things. I don't like keep up with the news, like barely at all. I just well, watch is TikTok. it about the news itself or how it's presented to people? The news. Like, oh. Like, every day we have to come in with a news story, and she is up to the minute on the news. Like, she'll tell you about something that happened an hour ago in friggin' wherever. Ew. And I... I didn't know about any of what we were talking about, because I don't keep up with it like that. And so... I wish I did, because it's it's something that... I can't, though, because I get... I get, I get too frustrated. And I get frustrated. Yeah. It's not good for my mental health. I'll know the 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 general idea sometimes. that mowing is so annoying <laughs> i'm so sorry people that is so freaking annoying <laughs> i know the general ideas but i don't know about a school shooting that happened in tennessee five minutes ago yeah i can't i can't know is, about is all of one? it no i just made that up well there's been a bunch i mean of there was there was one at a school a football game i don't remember where it was though there was one, like, two days after me and Kendra left Nashville. Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah. But I can't know about everything because I will not go to school. Yeah. If I know about everything. So, she expects you to be really in tune with the news, and I am not. And then, um, the homework was just a ridiculous amount of homework. I won't get into it, but I, I did stay up until 3 in, in the morning the night before finishing it. Because I didn't realize, I'm not even positive that I did the right thing because we had to take notes on the chapter and there was a template for the notes. But then on the notes it says, this has to be done for all chapter readings and all of the artifacts. And there were three artifacts, aka articles. So I had to like write a paragraph about it, three main points, two questions that I had, make a personal statement about one chapter. Like Cornell notes? I, I said remember. Notes really maybe. Weird. And three articles, but it was the first week of school, and the other units have, or the other weeks, it's a weekly thing, have five plus articles. So it took me forever, and I didn't, listen, I know I did it at the last minute, but I didn't think it was going to take me that long, because I thought it was un chapter. It was not. Anyway, so I stayed up super late, and then I go to school, and I'm, like, ten minutes early to class, because I'm already in the building, and I'm, like at the door and there's no one there and I look at my phone and she canceled class. Oh my god. <laughs> because she was sick. And then I went home. 
I can't stand teachers like that. But how are I mean, you like, going to say, like, you can't be late, but I'll cancel class whenever I feel like it? Yeah. Like, huh? I, I'm putting, and that's why one of my favorite professors ever, he, he was straight up. He was just like, this is up to you guys. Like, it's, you know, we don't really have much lesson left, but we can stay and talk and, like, hash things out because you're paying for this class. He straight up said, you're paying for this time. If you want to go, you can it's your money. Do what you want with it. Or we can stay in class and we can actually... And most of us actually stayed. And he was such a great professor. Freaking love him. And, um... Dang it. Goldfish brain. What was I going to say about him? Oh, yeah. Um, you were talking about parking. He was so funny. He, he told us this story about how at Lemoyne, it's notoriously horrible parking. Mm -hmm. And his first day of Lemoyne, he went there... He was circling the parking lot, circling park, 15 minutes, circling the parking lot, could not find a single spot. Uh, class time came and went. He drove away. <gasps> oh, He no. dropped out. He quit. Oh, when he was going there. When I he thought was he was... T I thought no, no, no. When he was a student at Lemoyne, he circled the parking lot, could not find a parking spot, and so he just dropped out and left. Honestly. Because he, was, he missed his first class. He was like, can't do it. I'm gone. I and feel I feel that, that way. I feel that. <laughs> that happened to me... Well, it didn't happen to me, but when I started OCC my first day... I was going to go to the campus, even though I had um, online classes, I was just going to go and, like, do work and, like, familiarize myself with the campus. Um, so I was, was going to try to get to a library or something for class when it started online, and the traffic and the parking was so bad that I sat through the whole class on my phone in the car, and it was <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> okay, but, but, like, I was in the car for the whole class. Yeah. It's crazy. That's, honestly, so, that's, sorry. Ugh, I just hate professors that are so, like, not understanding. Like, there is so much, there is more to life than just school. Like, people have lives. Like, things have to go on. But, like, but I'm paying for it. Give me my money's worth. I don't care if I'm, like, I showed up to my sociology class, like, a half hour, 45 minutes late because I had car issues. Mm -hmm. And I texted a couple friends. I was like, hey, let the professor know I probably won't make it. Mm -hmm. I walked in late because I just really liked that class and I yeah. wanted to get something out of it. Um, I walked in and she's like, oh, I'm so glad you made it. That's great. And I'm like, that's what a teacher needs to, needs to act like. Like, just as long as you're putting an effort in, as long as you're trying. But yeah, that pisses me off. I had a, I had a teacher in eighth grade. Um, I adore the man. He was my tennis coach and everything, but he was kind of known as like the hard ass in the middle school. And that if you were late to his class, the door would lock and you had to like shamefully knock and whatever. And he made like a big deal about you being late, whatever. And so, of course, it was horror stories before I went to eighth grade. And then I got to eighth grade, and I actually, like, he was pretty pretty strict, but it was nothing like the rumors. Yeah. Had, like, but, oh, so. my God. I remember being in fifth grade, and they were telling us about sixth grade, and they were like, you know, if you forget a pencil, they won't give one to you. You have to make sure you always have a pencil with you. That's so ridiculous. You know what was so stupid? The first time I ever got a detention was my seventh grade uh, math class. Maybe sixth grade. Doesn't matter math class, middle school. And I didn't have my calculator. <sighs> my brother took my calculator. I didn't know he took my calculator out of my book bag. And so I go to grab my calculator and it's not there. And I had to tell the teacher, like, I'm sorry, my brother, I, I, I don't have it. And I got detention for it. That's so stupid. And I'm like, can we not be reasonable? This is not a reasonable punishment to do for someone who, that, no, be reasonable. And they're like, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. Ha <laughs> ha, psych. But, uh, yeah, we do. That's so ridiculous. But no, that's actually one of the biggest things that I, my reoccurring nightmares I have, even when I wasn't in school, it actually happens more often when I'm not in school because it didn't happen a lot when I was actually going to school, is 
I will have nightmares where I don't know where my classroom is. Or I sit down and I'm in the wrong classroom and I don't realize it until the class has started and it's like, oh, this is embarrassing, I have to get up. Or I walk into a classroom and I cannot find a seat. Or all my materials are wrong. Or I drop something and I, for some reason, my body does not work properly in dreams and I cannot pick things up or I can't walk or my backpack is literally weighing me down. Like I have so many school related, school related. reoccurring Do you ever like wake up in the middle of the night or wake up early and you're like, oh my god, class or oh, I forgot to do the homework. Like I, I during the th- summer I'll be like, homework. Oh wait. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually done that. Or I have like a, a feeling like a, something that stuck with me of like. I have something I need to do, but, like, homework. Yeah. But I don't have homework. But it's just like, oh, it feels like I'm I'm forgetting to do something. I wake up more often. <laughs> I'll wake up from recurring nightmares, and my first thought was, like, I'm really glad I woke up from that. I didn't need to dream about that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, no, there, there's times when I was just, like, I'll wake up and like, I didn't need to dream that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Or I remember, I don't know why, it was really stupid. I was going to bed one time and I was like doing that weird thing where you kind of force yourself to stay awake. Just, I don't know, weirdly punish yourself. And then the thought came across my mind, not like, oh, I need to go to bed or I'm tired or I should go to sleep. Not, I don't need to be awake anymore. That was my thought. (laughs) I don't need to be awake anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. My mind is, is sideways. I think my brain was put in sideways. <laughs> I don't need to be awake anymore. No. Nope. It just actually happened this morning. I forget what I was dreaming about, but I was really glad to wake up. Hmm. And, like, you know what was funny? Have you ever had a dream where you wake up and, like, you're in a panic? Yeah. And, like, full, full, but the, fr- the only time I ever woke up and, like, sat up and, like, breathing heavy, freaking out, like, oh my gosh, reorient myself into reality was this dream I had about me and my family and a couple of our friends going to like this aquarium zoo thing and we're walking through this alligator exhibit but the alligator exhibit was very open it was just like this concrete sidewalk with all these pools alongside it no gates no railings no glass enclosures or anything just open pits of water with a sidewalk walking through it and I fell into one of the alligator pits and this alligator came up, swam up, grabbed my sweatshirt, and pulled me all the way down down to the bottom of the pit. And I'm down there. I'm super chill. I'm, like, totally relaxed. And I'm just, I'm not swimming. I'm just looking up through the water at my family standing along the sidewalk. And they're just staring at me. And I'm like, okay, I'll just wait here until someone comes to get me. Like, alligators no way. Just, like, disappeared or something. Drug me down to the bottom of this water pit. And then just left. I don't know where the alligator went. But I'm just hanging out at the bottom, like, waiting for someone to come get me. I'm, like, super chill and calm in the dream. And, of course, because it's a dream and I'm actually breathing in reality. I'm breathing underwater. And so See, I, w- whenever I have dreams that I'm drowning, I stop breathing and I'll wake up and, like, I'm... <gasps> See, exact opposite. Anytime I'm in water, my thoughts is, like, hey, I'm breathing underwater. How cool. No, I'll <laughs> choke in my sleep if I'm in water in my dream. That sucks. Yeah. But no, this dream, I was breathing and I was super calm in the dream, but when I woke up, full panic. Weird. It was, it was very, I'm like, sit up straight, like, oh my god, what is happening? What is reality? It was very weird. But then I also had a couple dreams. I've had dreams where <laughs> on the, the heels of the announcement. I've had dreams where I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they're horrifying. And I wake up and I'm like, Isn't that I'm like, so pat my stomach though? and I'm like, oh, thank God. The oh, thank God, like, dream. Because I feel like when I dream something like that, I really know what it feels like. And I don't, but I think it's probably some biological reason that, like, I can conceptualize it. Yeah. 
I know I had this one dream where I was pregnant, like super, super pregnant. And I was at the hospital waiting to give birth, basically. But it was taking a long time. Waiting. <laughs> and so I walked down to this, like, indoor water park that was in the hotel. Yo, park. they should have those! <laughs> it was, like, this one room in the hospital with this, like, little indoor water park or something. And so I go through it, and it was, like, this obstacle course kind of water park thing. What, to, like, induce your friggin' labor or something? I think They're probably work? or something like that because I'm going through this obstacle course thing and the, these water jets are just pummeling me and I, like, trip and I'm falling. I'm all over this <laughs> obstacle course as I'm massively pregnant. <laughs> oh, no. And then I get out of the obstacle course and I'm like, what was I thinking? I'm pregnant. That could have killed my kid. <laughs> <laughs> and, what then, was I thinking? and then the craziest part about it was so close, so close to like queuing into the fact it was a dream that I'm standing out outside of this obstacle course after doing it. And I'm like, I'm pregnant. What was I thinking? I was like, am I really pregnant? Is this, oh my God, this is real life. I'm really pregnant. And uh, I, was like, I was so close to queuing into the fact that it was a dream. Have you ever had like a lucid dream where you know you're dreaming? Yeah, but they don't last because my body starts to get excited and yep. then I wake up. Yep. yep. I remember having one when I was a kid, actually. It was probably, like, the first time it happened. And I don't remember what the situation was, but I remember being like, oh, it's a dream. And then I went to go scream, and I was just like... Yeah. And nothing came out. And I was just like... And I remember, like, trying to blink and trying to... And I could feel my body moving around, but I still wasn't awake. It's yeah. so weird. I haven't done it in a long time, though. I have, again, nothing in my dreams work properly. So I have, again, reoccurring dreams where I'm in some kind of contraption or something's happened to me and I'm supposed to be able to fly. And people always oh like the flying dreams. I've never had a legitimate flying dream. Not fly. I've always had, like, this puttering gliding. Or, like, I'm on this thing and instead of flying, it doesn't really work. And so I'm just kind of puttering and, like, gliding along the ground. And it just never, never works properly. And so... I had this one, where was I going with that? I'm really goldfish brain today. This is a problem. But no, the one time that I've ever had like a like lucid dream where I know I'm dreaming, I thought I could, well, now that I know I'm dreaming, I could do all this cool stuff. No. You started to get excited and you wake up. I couldn't get myself to do it. The one thing that I managed to do, I queued in and then I was like, oh my God, this is a dream. And then me and my friend were walking to my car and the only thing I could think of is... I hope that car is clean. <laughs> oh, and we what? got in and I was like, okay, I made my car clean. Oh my God, that's so funny. Every and time <laughs> every time I realize I'm dreaming, I go, okay, don't freak out, don't freak out. And then I wake up yeah. because I started freaking out. <laughs> it's only ever happened to me once. And I was like, man, that's all I did. That's all I was able to control is just a, having a clean car, really. My imagination is pretty, pretty pathetic. I won't say every time, but most times when I have like a bad dream... In the dream, I'm in a horror movie. Really? If that makes sense. Either I'm filming one and it goes wrong, or, like, I'm in a dream but I'm in a movie in my dream and it's a horror movie. Was that loud? When yeah, a little bit. I wonder if that'll pick it up. I hope so. That'd be cool. Anyway. <laughs> so your horror movies. Like, your nightmares are actual horror movies? Like, they have two layers of, like, it's a dream but it's also a movie. Have you ever seen Cry of the Cat? I think it's Cry of the Cat. It's a Just Goosebumps. assume I haven't seen any freaking movie that you're It's a Goosebumps about. Um, movie, book slash movie. But I think it's called Cry of the Cat. And that movie messed with my mind. It was these kids on this, this television set or something. And 
basically there was this like werewolf cat. I, I forget the premise of it, um, but that's not the point. The point is it sounds very similar to that. Whereas the movie itself was about the creation of a scary movie. But then it actually is. No. Oh. Like, you're watching the movie and you think, okay, you're watching these two kids on set and then all these crazy things start happening and you think the, the set is haunted. And, oh, and then and, it's just a movie kind of and thing? And then it pans out and you realize that the whole oh. movie, they they were filming a movie. It was like a double whammy filming okay. a movie. Um, and it messed with my mind a little bit as a kid. No, I have it like, okay, I'm on set. I'm filming a horror movie. That's a fake knife that I'm going to be stabbed with. Oh, and it's real. And it's actually real. And this is... Act and. This actor is actually a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Or I got, like, sucked into some... Whatever you want to call it. Where these are actually all bad people and they're actually going to kill me, but I thought this was a movie. Ah. Uh, I, I tend to have, like, ones... I, I need to start figuring out. Because all of my dreams are very reoccurring. My nightmares. Weird. They're always about someone coming after me. Mm. Someone trying to find me. Or I'm trying to get away from somebody and I'm... Or I'm hiding in weird ways that just doesn't work because nothing works properly in my dreams. So all my nightmares are very reoccurring. But I noticed that the scariest, like when I wake up and like anxiety ratcheted up and everything, heart rate going, is the dream itself is not scary. But hmm. the idea of it or what's going on or the way I feel about it is really, really scary. The dream yeah. itself is not, though. In the moment, it's terrifying. And then I wake up and I'm like... Wait, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Why was I so scared? My dad, this cracks me up for some reason. My dad, when he was a kid, had a reoccurring nightmare. I think it was like almost every night he would have this nightmare that he had this big book in the basement and he had to look through it and there was a needle in the book and he had to find the needle or else it would come out and chase him around. <laughs> needle would chase him around or something it was so stupid but he was like he would wake up crying and sweating and but because he had to like flip through this book really fast and find this needle before it chased him I love that I think it's so funny I remember I remember the most sporadic of my dreams one dream was it was I was living in my old house when we first moved to St. Clairsville it was with the little church house it was this tiny little doesn't matter tiny little house and I was outside on the porch. I was playing outside while my dad and my brother were inside in the living room watching TV. And we had an indoor outdoor cat at the time. And so in my dream, that cat was outside with me. And some random guy pulls up and gets out of the car and, try, <laughs> and tries to steal our cat. No way. As I'm like right there next to him. <laughs> As I'm standing right there, he tries to steal our cat. My dad and my brother are literally right there in the living room. There's the porch goes straight into the living room. So they're, you know, they can see outside. They but their TV is turned up too loud. They're not paying attention. They're not hearing me shout and scream to come out and help me get the, our cat away from this random guy. So I grab a broom and I start beating this guy up with the broom. And then I get him on the ground and I just remember turning the broom over with the handle. Instead of the brush part of it, I dig the handle into his stomach. Ooh. And the, it goes all the way through. Like I can feel the bottom oh. of the, the broom hitting the concrete. That's gross. Him. It was so gross. But also, how did you? I don't know. <laughs> 
know. Because those aren't sharp by any means. I don't know. It wasn't poking through him. It was like oh. his... It like he bent through... Like his stomach like caved in. It caved in. And it was like... It didn't pushing. break the skin. You just... Yeah. Wow, that's gross, Daniel. Yeah. And as that's happening, and I'm like shouting for my brother and my dad, like, come out and help me. What are you doing? What are you doing? And <laughs> you had a pin down with the broom. I did. And and then I woke up and I don't know what happened. I was like, oh, that's man. such a weird thing to remember. It's such a weird dream. But then I also had another dream. Something about cats. I don't know. I had another dream where this witch was... <laughs> Isn't it so ridiculous? Our brains are so weird. <laughs> so dude. weird. So me and my brother are the only two home. This witch comes in. I don't know where she came from, but she was saying, either you give me your cat or I destroy the world. Wow, that's tough. And I'm like... I'm not giving you my cat. So, wait a minute. <laughs> Either no cat or no cat, though. Yeah. But I said I'm not giving you my cat. <laughs> so, did she? Boom. Woke up. Woke up. Damn. And I'm shouting for AJ. Well, and I'm technically, like, think about it. What if that dream you were in was its own world? And so, you woke up because that world disappeared. She destroyed it. And I was popped into a new dimension or something? Yeah, like you tapped into that world. And so, when she destroyed it... You came back here and woke up. I thought I thought too hard. Think about it. Okay, but I was already in this dimension when I started dreaming about it. I'm saying in your sleep you tapped into a different dimension. But she destroyed it. Maybe that's all dreams are. Maybe. Maybe our consciousness skips into other parallel universes. Because it comes up with some. Do you see yourself in dreams or do you have your point of view? I have my own point of view. Okay, I should say, I have usually my own point of view, but I tend to turn into other characters that then separate from me and are their own characters as well. Like, it's so it's So, So like, you're playing all the roles, so then you do see yourself from someone else's? I don't see myself. It's like, one second, I'm a dude. But my brain is me. I know me. As me. But I know... I've never seen myself, but I know I'm this big burly dude at one point. Okay. But then all of a sudden, the big burly dude that I know I was is standing there. And now I'm still just me. But I'm the me me. It's okay. so very, very confusing. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I also see other people, but know them as the people I know. I had this one dream. My grandfather was in the hospital. But when I go to visit my grandfather in the hospital, I see Ron Perlman, the actor Ron Perlman, in the hospital bed. But I recognize him as my own grandfather. Right. And I know him as my own grandfather, even though he looks like Ron Perlman. But at the same time, my brain knows that this is Ron Perlman. (laughs) So there's like two, there's two split intellects. It's like he was playing your grandfather. It's not even that, no, it's, it's just like, there's like two separate intellects going on at the same time. There's the dream logic and my own personal real life logic overlapping it. That's deep. And it's so confusing. My dreams are pretty like normal. Mine are I the farthest. I haven't had a normal. weird dream since I was probably a kid. Mine are the furthest thing from normal. Cannot tell you the last time I had like a normal dream. Weird. Yeah, I just do normal stuff usually. Or if I'm stressing about something, I'll be doing, like, whatever. Like, if I stay up late and I'm doing homework in my dream, I'm still doing homework. That sucks. Yep. Can I go back to my bad day? 
Yeah. You're going to have to edit this so hard. <laughs> Is that okay with you? Yeah, of course. Okay. So, I was 10 minutes late for class. Then my class got canceled. Then I did all the homework for. So I did it all for nothing. Then, I get home. I made myself take a nap because I only got four, three hours of sleep. So I took a nap and I woke up and my sister's car has been overheating when she drives it. So we were going to drive it to my dad's so he could take a look at it. But you're not supposed to drive a car that's overheating. Yeah, definitely. So we were going to, I was going to follow them in a different car and they were going to stop when it was overheating and let it cool off. Repeat. So <laughs> we got about five or ten minutes away from our house within like an hour because we kept having to stop. <laughs> and so my mom was like, let's call AAA, which, you know, I have bad history with AAA. A little bit, yeah. AAA left me on the side of a highway for eight hours in July. <laughs> so I was just thrilled. And so... <laughs> But I think they got there, was it an hour or two hours? They showed up. So then I got home and then it was nighttime. Well, it does sound like not a good day. It was awesome. What is it? The no good, very bad. Alexander day. and the horrible, no good, very bad day. Yeah. I love that. Mary Grace and the horrible. It wasn't the worst day, but it definitely <laughs> could have been better. Yeah, have you ever had one of those days that are just so pathetically bad that you just start to laugh and you just kind of throw your hands up and be like, I'm done with this. <laughs> what am I going to do? Why are you phantom typing? Or phantom texting? I'm not texting, I'm just kind of wiggling my thumbs. Okay. Playing tiddlywinks on there. Tiddly what? Tiddlywinks. I think that's, that's what it? it's called. When you twiddle your thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so ridiculous to say that if you're a minute late, then you can't come in. I think that's dumb. I think there's so many things that could happen on your way to class. I wish I was confrontational enough to, if a teacher tried to do that, and I'm like, okay, give me today's money back. Wow, that's good. I want my money back. That's good. She only allows, like, three absences, I think. When other teachers allow, like, six to nine absences. Hmm. That's I've always wondered, like, again, like, you're paying the money for it. This is your education, so you need to take responsibility for it. And therefore, I don't feel like there should be so many, like, strict contingencies on how you go about getting that education. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand, like, the attendance policy to a yeah. point. Because those who give points for your attendance and that if you get docked you get docked points if you don't attend I don't know if I like that mm -hmm. because if if someone is in a position where they're able to do the work and do the studying outside of class while they have other life things going on and you can still pass the class I don't think you should be punished for not coming to class but at the same time you need to come to class because that's kind of the point but, but also how like, is it fair that she can just cancel class because she's sick but if i'm a minute late then i don't get to come in yeah i think that's bs yeah she has horrible reviews on rate my professor yeah horrible 
That's, I just, I don't, I really, I want to be a teacher because I know I've had really good and really bad teachers and I can take all the different things that I really like. I think I could be such a good teacher because I know what not to do, you know, I yep. could do it well. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I know what you mean. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you brought a quiet place. I did. On DVD. Is it Blu-ray or just regular? Um, just regular. regular. Okay, good. I don't have a Blu-ray player. Do you have to have a Blu-ray player to play the Blu-ray? Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Regular DVDs can be played on a Blu-ray player, but Blu-ray DVDs cannot be played on a regular DVD player. What is Blu-ray? I don't know. I don't know. Was that just like another thing for Disney to make more money? Probably. I don't know. And I could be wrong. I feel like it's not right. I feel like Blu-ray can be played on a DVD player. I don't know. Is it the other way around that a regular DVD can be played on a Blu-ray player? I don't know. You said that. <laughs> I I have like this in the back of my mind. One of the directions it does and does not work on what in this and that. Um, but the specifics of it, I don't know. Hold, don't hold me to it. But don't Blu-ray discs come with a second disc for a DVD player? I always thought they were extras. Uh, no idea. Like the behind-the-scenes bonus scenes. Maybe. Maybe. We could look this up, but we're not going to do that. Don't feel like it. Nope. We'll just be wrong. It's fine. Um, speaking of wrong, though, um, today's the Marino is the fact that red velvet cake is not just chocolate cake that's dyed red. No, it's like nothing flavored. Excuse me. That blasphemy can just leave. Blasphemy? Blasphemy. That's cool. It tastes like nothing. No. Red velvet are, tastes like nothing. You're an ass. It's not Stop. even vanilla. It's just nothing flavored. It is red velvet flavored. What does red velvet taste like? I don't know. Fabric? What? Okay. Fabric tastes like, guess what, Danielle? Nothing. You know what? I will not have this absolute blasphemy. I'm putting a poll. If you think red velvet tastes like nothing. It tastes delicious. Okay? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it doesn't taste like any flavor. It tastes like its own flavor. So it nothing. tastes like... Do you not have taste buds? Because red velvet has always been my favorite. Look, and it is I not... like it. I'll eat it. I love it. It's great. But it doesn't have a flavor. It has its own flavor. It doesn't taste like anything else because it's just... It tastes like a red velvet cake. It tastes like red velvet. Yeah, and red velvet tastes like nothing. You I think, are incorrect. I think we're on the same side here. No. Red velvet tastes like red velvet. And red velvet... <sighs> but what does red velvet taste like? It tastes like red velvet. Like, oh my god, I'm so mosquito bitten. But, you're, you're missing the point. A lot of people think it's just chocolate cake dyed red. I know it it's not, not chocolate. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It tastes not like nothing. It just, <laughs> I'm gonna strangle you. Oh my gosh. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that most people by this point know that it's not the same thing. Because it's not. There's a literally, during the baking process, there's a chemical reaction with the different ingredients. There's different ingredients. What's in, in red velvet? I think... Red dyed 40 and... No. Um, there is, I think, something either with, like, the vinegar or some of the... There's, like... I, I forget what it... I should have done a little bit more research on it. But there is a chemical reaction that happens with the different ingredients in red velvet mix. Or red velvet... 
whatever. Cake mix. Y- yes, but if you like make it from scratch, okay. um, there's a chemical reaction that actually makes the mix red. It's not very vibrant, and so people do put red dye in it to make it more vibrant. But it is not just chocolate cake mix with r- red food food. Food to cook. Red food food? Yeah, red food That food. wouldn't work. Dark brown and red don't make bright red. Yeah. Um, I knew that. Yeah. I'm hoping most people at this point know, but... Well, it doesn't taste like chocolate. If it tastes like chocolate, I would know that it, that it was chocolate that was dyed red. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't even taste like vanilla. I don't know. In fact, it's actually going to bug me enough. Go ahead. That we're going to do... We are going to do a little bit of research because I am... I love red velvet. It has always been my favorite. I'm not even a huge fan of uh, chocolate cake, but I love red velvet. And so when people say, it's just chocolate cake, I'm like, no, it's not! What? It's it is not. red? It's definitely not chocolate. Yeah. Right is red velvet cake red. I'm looking up about Blu-ray. You cannot play a Blu-ray disc on a DVD player. What? So, is that the one that you said? You cannot what? You can't play a Blu-ray disc on a DVD player. A regular DVD player. That's what I said, yes. Good for you. The cake's classic red hue actually came as a byproduct of the combination of ingredients used to create its signature velvety, velvety texture. I don't know. I did not do the research. I just know the thing. Here, I got a fact for you. Did you know that Stonehenge, for the longest time, they weren't sure? For the longest time. Whoa, for the longest. you said goodbye to me tonight, there would still be music left to write. Okay, sorry. I do that. I think about that song every single time somebody <laughs> that says that. That went right off the rails. <laughs> we should clip that. <laughs> I wish there was a video of us just freak- immediately just getting right into it. <laughs> like it's our freaking job. <laughs> anyway, as you were saying... Um, they didn't know what it was for for a long time, but recently they discovered that it is a burial site. Cool. They don't know how many people are there, and there's kind of debate about whether, you know, the best way to go about figuring out what's underneath it, because they don't want to disturb it. How about we just leave it alone? I agree. Why can't, why do people have to look into things so much? People are so (laughs) annoying because they, like, need to know everything about everything. Why can't it just be art? Because... And nowadays, people, like, draw a stripe on a, a freaking canvas, and they're like, it's art, and that's it. And you can't argue about it, even though it sucks. <laughs> Why can't Stonehenge just be art? But it's not. They had to look into it. Yeah. Now they're testing the soil and x-raying the ground. Just leave it alone. Um, uh, was it, like, a spoof or, like, a, a silly thing they did without the Easter head, Easter, uh, Easter, Easter Island? Thank you. Easter Island heads. I don't know about that yet. That they were like, let's dig up and see. And it's like actually full body statues. Whoa, that would be cool. I don't know. I don't know if that was fake. Probably. That's kind of funny to think about. Just their their necks dangling below the earth. (laughs) That's so good. Um, But yeah. Well, I didn't realize. I guess I'm stupid and I didn't think about it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) For the longest time. 
<laughs> As you're saying, what now? Um, like Stonehenge goes, the stones are beneath the ground too. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They're massive. Uh-huh. Huh. I actually wanted to be an archaeologist at one point. I still Whoa. do. You got a lot of little careers you gotta get into. I have so many things I want to do in life. And like I said before, it's just frustrating that I can't do all the things and know all the things. Because I don't have all the monies to do all the things. I think... Eh. I think eh. (laughs) I just feel like I want to, like, try a bunch of careers. I don't want to have to go through school to get into this one career that I might hate. Why can't I try a bunch of them out before I go to school for one of them? But I was going to say that, and then I thought, I think you kind of can do that. You can just, like, shadow people. Yes. You don't get paid for it, though. Most of the time you don't get paid for it, which is the problem. It's like, how do you support yourself when you ain't getting paid unless it's, like, a scholarship foundation or, like, a paid internship? Right. That usually comes through school. So, yeah. Why did I pay $75 for a parking pass where I have to park across the campus? You're asking the wrong person. They have so much employee parking. Look at this. I Maybe I'm stupid and I have never seen anything before in my life and this is my first day on Earth. But I think this is a ridiculous amount of employee parking. I forgot I was recording on my phone and I tossed it over there. Thud. Shit loading. Look at okay. Look at all of this green. That's all employee parking. The school cannot be that big. And then look at where I have to park. See that orange? That's it. That's all I get. My classes are right. What? Here. Those are my classes. What? Right here. So I was parking here, here. Now I have this to park. This is translating so well to the podcast. We'll put a picture in. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> it's like a mile away. That's and there's only four spots. When you said shuttle, I was like, dang. Yeah, so the shuttle goes around. It takes a couple stops. So it took a long time. That's so stupid. Yeah. My thing is, this is like, employees... Don't need that. That's a lot. Okay, I'm sorry. There's no way there's more employees than there are people commuting. Yeah. There's no way, right? And also because the students are the one who get in trouble if they're not there on time. Yeah. So they should have the, the primary parking spots. And they have those lots where it's blocked off and you have to, like, swipe a card. Yeah. Which I thought was, like, traditional employee parking. So why? Tradition. Tracy! What? It's, um... What language is it originally in? Russian? Maybe. Tradici! That's how it goes. Fiddler on the Roof? Yes! I did not know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tradition is the English version. There goes. Tradici! Tradici! You know what's terrible? We had, um, I was in choir. Never learned how to actually sing until I actually took lessons recently. But yeah, all through school, I was in choir. Never actually learned how to sing. Anyway, not important. Um, We had this one song that was like five minutes long. It was a long ass song. The only word in the entire song was high dye. 
Hi die. 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 That was it. That's fun. Over and over and over. I like that. I already know all the words. And then there was this one song that we did. It was like a medley of like food. Singing about food. It was middle school. I don't know. It was ridiculous. I had to tell my parents. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Good stuff. I actually just saw a recent video of that, and I'm, like, jamming out. You see they got, they're getting together, the original four? They're, one's dead. No? One really? The original four? Yeah. Who did they get together, then? The replacements? I no, it was some originals. No. Who died? What color? Uh, I don't know their names. Yellow? Dang. The original yellow guy, I think. Yeah, like Anthony's cancer. still in it, right? Or no, I, what's his name? Anthony, right? I don't know. Uh, purple? I don't remember. <laughs> No, purple's gone. Really? I think blue's the only one that was still chilling out. Blue and red were, like, the last stragglers on. Why did he die? He had, like, cancer or something. Did he die? I really hope you're wrong. I mean, he was gone. He left. Let me see. Did the yellow... Oh, then he must have died. (laughs) He must have died. Because why would you leave the amazing, elite, world-known... yellow... Wiggles. Wiggles... You better be wrong. Crap. Oh, he collapsed on stage. Oh, shoot. Jeez. But yeah, his health was really failing. Um, so he must have... I'm... This is so thrilling. You have so much editing to do because this is so thrilling to listen to. I love editing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you brought this upon yourself. I actually don't mind it. It just takes a while sometimes. Okay. Maybe he didn't die. <laughs> oh, Anthony is the blue one. Yeah. Okay, so he didn't die, but his health did decline to the point where he's no longer... Wait, he's alive? As far as I'm seeing. You spread misinformation, bro. What if someone stopped listening right so before sorry. we just said that? I'm so sorry. I knew that his health was declining. Yeah, they got the originals together for a reunion. Okay, that's sick. Okay, you know what was misinformation that was spread? Go about ahead. Steve from Steve. Blue's Clues. So much misinformation, but I know everything about him now. Yeah, well, I was arguing with this this kid that I know, and he was so adamant about it, and I tried to explain. And again, unreasonable people, I can't handle it. I'm like, why are you not listening? He was so adamant. He was just like, yeah, he got fired because he was doing He was doing blah, drugs. Blah, blah. And, and it was like, no. He was balding. He was balding, and he didn't <laughs> want to do it on TV. He didn't want to deal with them putting in him a stupid-ass wig he was known as, like, the bachelor and, among, like, single moms and everything. And he didn't want... He's cute. He Did you cute. see the Basement episode when they talked about how much money he was making? Oh, I probably he was making bank. Bang. Absolutely. I bang. forget what they said. It was something like $10,000 per episode something. or something. Did you know him and his band did the theme song for Young Sheldon? I think I did know that. Yeah. But, yeah, he just didn't want to... He just didn't want to go through that on television. So I wouldn't he either. left. But yeah, the whole rumors about him like doing drugs and getting fired and everything, that was so that was so spread that this kid that I know, he was so adamant about it and I'm like, "No, he no he didn't. He's literally like on guest appearances. They're not going to let him do guest appearances when he's fired for drugs. Like that's just not how life works. Like he's not doing drugs." But I remember on the face yard they were saying like, "Oh my god, if I was 22 and I had that much money, I would be doing drugs." Absolutely. <laughs> like we can't even blame him. I keep throwing my phone as I'm recording still. I'm sorry. Oh my god. You're so lucky I'm recording. Yeah. Um, but we are at an hour and a half. 
Not that it's all gonna stay, really. Those long <laughs> epic pauses have got Those weren't that long. It was like maybe a minute. No, you can't. You cannot leave those in there and have people listen. No, no, no. I'm saying sense. I'm gonna cut them out, but it's only gonna cut out a minute of time. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, um, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and Twitter. That was so exuberant. Thanks. <laughs> follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at myantsaddict.podcast and on Twitter at myantsaddict underscore pod. We will eventually do something with that. Yeah, I actually don't follow it yet. What am I saying? Yeah, we don't do anything on it. <laughs> Just we'll listen to better. us on other platforms. Tell your friends. Um, shout out to Costa Rica. If oh my god, with us, Costa Rica. If you're still with us, Costa Rica, you are our new Belgium. Because Belgium has still not joined us. Yeah, what the freak? Should yeah. we reach out to them? Are they okay? I don't know. Is anything going on in Belgium right now? I don't know. That's we're real caught up on the news and everything. We're really not. We make the news. We, we are the news. We don't need to be caught up on the news. This is the media. But hi, Costa Rica. Please follow us on Instagram and uh, message us. Say hi to us so we can meet you a little bit more thoroughly. We'd, that sounded weird. We'd love to get to know you, Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> our one Costa Rica fan. Um, Thanks to our fans of other ages, I noticed we've got some 50, 60 plus fans. And some 18 to 22 fans. As my cousins and my clients and my coworkers. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So we're kind of lacking in the 30s, 40s department. So Get reach, out, reach out to millennials. Danielle's a millennial. Perfect. I need my people. <laughs> All right. Let's go watch A Quiet Place. Okay. Quiet Place Part 2. Which is actually the prequel. Um, yep. I'm really glad, because I was really, really upset. Wait, uh, it is and it isn't. It starts before, and then it Continues jumps after. to after. Yep. Oh. oh, no. No, it's so good. But it makes me sad. He's gone. Ooh. The dad. John yeah. Krasinski. He's such a cool guy. He has departed life. He's amazing. I love him. Okay, we're gonna go do that. Okay. Wait, we just spoiled it. We spoiled the first one that's been yeah. out for years. People haven't seen it. Well, it's still worth it, even if it's technically spoiled. It's so good. So good. You know what was bad? When I went to go see it, I went to the tavern with my friend Steven. The movie tavern? Yeah, the movie tavern. I hate the movie tavern. We go to see A Quiet Place. Guess what he orders? Something crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Like Pop I Rocks? Did the thing. I did the thing with making you <laughs> guess. Yeah. Wait, wait, let me guess, let me guess. Um... <laughs> Movie tavern. It was potato chips. Oh. <laughs> he, he, we just <laughs> order potato chips? Well, it was like a side of whatever. Oh. But yeah, it was like the dead-ass silent moment, and it... <laughs> and I'm like, I had, I literally had to fart the whole time, <laughs> and I couldn't! You had the bubble gum? I had them. Literally, it was like... <laughs> and I literally had to fart the whole time. <laughs> you know when you hold it in, and then it makes your stomach upset? Yeah. And then it like... Yells for like vengeance or whatever. It's like, <laughs> I was doing that in Quiet Place, bro. You can't do that. They have some white noise or something in the background. Have you ever seen the one clip? Well, it was the bloopers for Supernatural. Um, Jared Padalecki's stomach grows something fierce and Jensen stops. He's like, Was that your ass? <laughs> And he was like, 
stomach on my way to its ass. <laughs> I like that. Oh my my God. dog had like rumbly tumblies last night and I was just laughing my butt off because it was like, it was probably 10 p.m. She was just laying down sleeping and it was just like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what's going on with you for like a half hour, probably more. Oh my God. I'm at that point. Like you are never too young or too old to shit yourself. <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, when when you're dreaming, have you ever like gone to the bathroom? Listen and then pee your bed. That's another one of my reoccurring nightmares is for some reason is going to the bathroom in front of people or like going to a bathroom where the stalls aren't properly put together because we live in America, whatever. But like I have like bathroom anxiety. Anxiety really, 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 really bad. Um and it's it's a reoccurring nightmare. It's actually not a fun time at all. But yes. Have you ever peed the bed because you peed in your dream? No, but almost. Yeah. I did it. You're never too young. Three days ago. <laughs> you looked at your you looked at your wrist without a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted for effect. Oh. I don't blame you. Honestly, that's it's such an easy thing to do. It's such a rude thing. Like it just mind and body disconnect. Well, they connect. Overly connected. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've had dreams where I've nearly shit myself and nearly shit myself in real life. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. No, like really bad bathroom anxiety. Huh. Yeah. I can't like be in a place where there isn't a bathroom nearby. I don't even have like IBS or anything. I just like, what am I going to do? Pretty sure I got IBS. This is so TMI, but... This is I a have, podcast. I have perfected. <laughs> I have perfected going to the bathroom while nobody else is in there, and then like timing it properly, as well as like the timed flushes, the the That's rapid good. the rapid fire get it done. I used to. Oh, I think we talked about this. Well, I remember you talking about it. How like you go to summer camp and you like can't poop the whole time. Yeah. Because of bathroom anxiety. I've yeah. had that. Except it's only been a weekend. Didn't you say you went for like a whole week and you didn't poop the whole time? Four days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a cruise. And oh. We were, it was me and my friend, and we were rooming with two other kind of random girls. Um, just because of I have no friends, I don't have enough to fill a four, a four person <laughs> dorm. <laughs> so it was me, my one friend, and then two other girls, and um, yeah, I didn't poop for four days. <laughs> Bless. God bless. Yeah. That's happened twice. Two separate trips. I used to do it every year when I would go to summer camp. It would be a three-day thing and I wouldn't, I couldn't. Or I'd wait till the dead-ass middle of the night and go while everybody was asleep. Um, but yeah, at school, because I had early, early morning classes and I didn't get my early morning poop out of the way. I always do in the morning. I didn't get my early morning poop out of the way, so I had to go to school and right before or after my first class... I'd have to, again, I'd have to time it perfectly. I would always go to, like, the third floor. It, that was usually the less active bathroom instead of the one outside of the fishbowl. Just go in the single-use stalls. Or single, is that what you call it? Single-use? Not single-use. Single-person. Single-person. I have anxiety with that, too. I always, really? I always felt like I needed permission. Permission from who? The, the Grand Poobah. I don't know. But, like... But I, it's not like they're handicapped stalls. Like, they're just... I know. Single stall bathrooms. I, it's, I, That's what I do. Like, before, right before our last presentation, the storytelling thing, I literally went into one and freaking blew it up. <laughs> Lit it up! 
I should have because, but no, I remember one morning I had to like perfectly time the flushes because, you know, on the third floor there was those desks that yeah. were just kind of like, well, there was somebody sitting out there. They can't hear you out there. You My think? anxiety says they could. Was you blowing it up like that? I was blowing it up. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to time the flush to cover everything up and like, I mean, they probably heard the, fl- the toilet flushing multiple times. Do so you just like, <laughs> and only one person come out. Do you just, like, wait till it's right there and then you flush? Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> evacuate, evacuate. Exactly and then it. the second it's over, wait. <laughs> Stop. Halt. Adjourn. We gotta go. We gotta go. Hey, we'll talk at you next week. Talk at you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was so That's much. so stupid. Oh, man.